you got through. It's okay? Yeah. Everything okay. All this space. Fresh air. Like a dream, right? How many do you think made it? How many of us made it out alive? Not enough. What if it's just us? What if we're the only ones? Somebody's got to tell people what's happening back there. We need to split up. Double our chances. One of us has to make it. People have to know what's going on. I know. Take this. People have to know about this. and welcome to this special episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. I am your host for this mini-adventure, Carl LeClaire, here in this mini-episode titled Melshi's Conviction. In light of this most recent episode of Andor, Chapter 11, Daughter of Ferrix, I have been so incredibly struck by this final scene between Melshi and Cassian there on the beach. Um... When they go back to Namos, I think is how you say the name of the planet. And it's probably the most powerful scene, in my opinion, so far in the show. Absolutely brilliantly done. Beautifully shot. Beautifully acted. Um, and I just figured it'd be fun to do a quick little aside <laughs> uh, mini episode breaking down this very intimate scene between Cassian and Melshi. Um, and there's so many things going around in my head since watching this particular moment. Um, This show has been a continual, brilliant character piece with all the characters that we've met. Um, And I'm just so excited that they brought in Melshi into the show already and that we get to see his bonding with Cassian, obviously specifically in, um, in the prison together, but also here trying to make sense of what it's like now to be out of that, to be out of that space. Um, And I think the reason I wanted to do this first and foremost, all of the, the, the thoughts bopping around my head aside is this is the, other than, other than the emotional uh, skyrocket that was the previous episode, um, one way out uh, between Kino speech and just the, sheer enthusiasm and jubilance of these prisoners breaking free of their wrongful imprisonment is absolutely brilliant. But this beautiful, quiet little scene really just hit me right in the heart. It's, it's, it's been sitting with me ever since I watched it Wednesday morning and I I can't stop rewatching this scene because it's just so beautiful. And the thing that strikes me, first and foremost, is just the setting of the scene. 
I don't think it's any accident that it's on a beach. It's meant to give off the vibe of Scarif, which of course is where Cassian will will see his final moments um, in the company of Jin. And it's the, in this very idyllic scene that you have them contemplating what they've just been through, right? The 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 emotional high of of breaking free, the 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 tenacity to do it, the aggression to do it, um, that longing and that yearning and that fight for freedom has now been successful. And here you have Melshi standing here on the beach, just wondering what this means for them now. What are they going to do with this moving forward? And it starts with Melshi beautifully observing the scene around them, right? All this open air, the ability to breathe. There's this sense of freedom that he's talking about. There's this sense of being alive again. It's this sense of rebirth. Again, probably no mistake that they're on a beach that you have these these waters, you know, crashing against the shore against them. This is an opportunity for a new beginning. And I think Melshi's initial line is, is, wow, isn't this great? We could just stay here. We could be free. Finally, we could be safe. Um, and what it kind of brought into my mind, and no surprise there, obviously being a chaplain by profession and a um, biblical scholar back in grad school, it immediately made me think of the opening lines from Psalm 126. And that first verse says, quote, when, when God restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. This particular psalm is a contemplation about the people of Israel, God's, God's chosen people finally being free from exile, finally being brought home from a period of bondage. And there's this sense of like, it's like a dream. No way this could be real. No way we finally have touched the fruits of freedom. And I feel like that's what Melshi's offering up at first is like, I, I can't believe this is real. I can't believe this thing that we dreamed for, this thing that we longed for, this thing that we yearned for has finally come to pass. And in that moment, it's like this deep breath. He can finally breathe again. They can be alive again. But immediately, Melshi is this character of virtue, this, this heroic character who wants to go back into the world and tell their story. This is a person who has faced tremendous injustice, tremendous abuse at the hands of the empire. And he has this conviction to go back into the galaxy and to shed a light on the darkness of the empire. As he tells Cassian, people don't know about this. People need to know. We have to tell them. Um, and and Cassian is just Diego Luna, obviously beautifully, just plays off of off of this scene, and you know he just kind of gives that firm nod, like he hears Melshi, he believes in what he's saying, and he he wants to do this work with him, and the work is to go back and tell the galaxy all of these terrible things that the empire is doing behind closed doors. It takes this tremendous courage. And we know that Cassian is in the same place because when Melshi asks him, how many do you think got out? And Cassian's response is not enough, right? It, do <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if only Kino is the one left behind 
Uh, it doesn't matter if there were only three people left behind. At the end of the day, for Cassian, it's not enough. They have to keep going. They have to keep fighting. And what's important to take note of as well is Cassian's state of mind and state of state of his soul in this scene. He's just found out that his mother has passed, that Marva is gone. And his last interaction with her before he's wrongfully imprisoned is, of course, her saying, I'm going to stay here on Ferrix. I'm going to work for a rebellion. I, I believe in standing up. Cassian, you go do what you think is best, but I'm standing up. Those were her last words to Cassian. And now Cassian has been forced to see the injustice of the Empire firsthand. And it's almost as if he wants to honor her passing by stepping out with Melshi and, and calling out the Empire for these injustices, calling them out on this abuse. And it's just such a beautiful scene because of that. And Melshi has this, this conviction that they have to do this. It's almost as if they're obligated. It's, it's almost as if there is no getting out of this work, that it is now their duty to speak up for those who didn't get out. And more than that, to speak up for those who are still held in this wrongful imprisonment, those still held by this injustice of the empire. That is their work. That is what it means for them to be the hero. And of course, we know that they're going to give that until their dying breath. Um, we obviously see their fate in Rogue One. But it's here in this moment where I would say both Melshi and Cassian are reborn as rebels, right? Before this, Cassian certainly has no, has no love for the Empire, but he's become something new here. And we don't know where Melshi comes from. We still don't like we don't know his backstory. Uh, maybe we'll end up getting that. I'd certainly love to hear it. Um, but also in this moment, Melshi is choosing to become a rebel. And I love that when they make this decision to split up because they are well aware that probably going out and starting to spread this word to, to shed light on this evil of the empire, there's going to be big targets on their back immediately. So Melshi has the wherewithal to say, let's split up. We'll have more of a chance if there's two of us. And Cassian's response to that is to hand him a blaster. And I think that's worth noting, not because Cassian is like, great, go kill some, go kill some Imperials. But I think it's more the reality that when people take that courageous stand against powerful voices of injustice, you have to go in ready to protect yourself. And I think that's what that blaster represents more than anything else. It's not necessarily this symbol of outright aggression, but rather a symbol of self-protection, of trying to keep yourself safe as you spread the truth, because it's dangerous work. It's the work of prophets, to use scriptural language, is to speak the truth to power, to, to speak what matters to those who don't want to hear it and will try to silence it. That's the work of Melshi and Cassian now. That's what is at the core of their rebellion. And I love that the scene ends with them embracing. You know, it's, it's very much like, a, like a, a brotherly high five into a hug, right? It's, it's a motion I have shared with countless friends throughout my life. It's just this beautiful physicality of drawing them into one another, right? It's, it's the slapping of the hands 
and a drawing in. It's not just a high five like, yeah, we got this, but it's drawing in and holding each other just for a moment. Uh, It's a very tender moment between these two very powerfully beautiful men that hold each other in this moment for a, a sense of companionship for the work that lies ahead. Um, and then, as, you know, as all of this is happening, definitely worth noting the beautiful music being uh, being played, um, brought to us by Nicholas Brittell, I think is how you say his name. And it's essentially Cassian's theme. It's Cassian's theme played in a very beautiful, almost uh, mournful way on on the high strings. Um, and I can't I can't wait until we get the final volume of the soundtrack so that I can listen to this piece over and over and over again. But it is it is just the Cassian theme. It's the Andor theme played very beautifully on strings to kind of uh, let our hearts feel the emotion of the scene. And as the scene ends, we have Cassian staring off at the horizon. Staring off to the horizon is a very Star Wars thing, right? It's it's something we've seen time and time again. We've seen Luke do it. We've seen Anakin do it. We've seen Rey do it. We've seen so many characters staring off to the horizon because in Star Wars film language, that's the staring off into the possibilities of what can yet become. And I think that's what's real for Cassian as he's staring off into what the future could be now that he's willing to step out and stand up. And he can't do it alone. It takes he and Melshi doing this work together. That's my thoughts on this incredibly beautiful two-minute scene at the end of Chapter 11 of Andor. Um, and yeah, it's it's a call to freedom. It, it's, it's a call to do the work to free people who are at the hands of injustice. Um, and of course, this is... Like Andor has done really since the first few episodes, it's painted the very clear picture of what the galaxy looks like under the, under the imperial thumb. It's a place of injustice. It's a, it's, a, it's a place where people are constantly being subjugated. And this is the story of the early rebellion, and it's the story of standing up to that and, and having the strength to call it out. Um, and of course, that is a very viable message for today. And I think Tony Gilroy, since before the show even started coming out, made it very clear that he had a message that he wanted to convey with the show. And I think a scene like this is beautifully showing that of what it, what real courage looks like. Courage is standing up to injustice. That's what it means to be a hero in the rebellion. And that's exactly what we're getting in this particular scene. So... Thank you for coming with me on this ran, this random rambling about a short scene from from Andor. But I figured it'd be fun to just put something out there uh, to really take stock of, of just the weight of so many messages embedded throughout the show. And this is the one that has really just shown a beautiful light to me. And, and I really wanted to say something about it. So Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little window into Melshi's conviction. And uh, of course, we'll be back next week with a regularly scheduled episode of the Wampus Lair podcast. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure